Don't forget Tony. Don't forget Tony. These in between shows are so you will remember Tony. Don't recall Tony. Do recall Tony. These in between shows are so you will remember Tony. Don't forget Tony. Don't forget Tony. Tony, do not be alarmed. It is me, Verity. And I am still a computer, but this week, in light of what you said about your problems with socialising, I have come dressed as a regular person, in the hope that with practice, you may overcome your fear of other people. Well, Verity, um, helping you get used to your physical presence, I'm going to have to teach you some things about socialising. Now, one of the things folks out there like is eye contact. I'm socializing, I'm socializing, but I'm not listening, but I'm not listening. He's making eye contact, he's making eye contact, I'm making eye contact, I'm making eye contact. I'm looking in your eyes now, I'm looking in your eyes now, tilting my head now, but I'm not listening. He's making eye contact, he's making eye contact, I'm making eye contact now, he's pointless eye contact. I see. I did not realize that social interaction was so profoundly difficult. I will return to my original countenance. But I'm not listening. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. I'm socializing. Tony, you have to be joking. I am only a computer. It is really quite safe. Is this the reason for bringing two boisterous canines with you into the studio? I want to do a conversation between my dogs. I would rather not do that, as this week's episode of the podcast is one of the in-between ones, reserved for cheap-to-create content, such as analyzing the previous week's program. Plus, it seems that these dogs, if they are genuine talking canines, have very poor microphone skills. Yeah, my name's Wolfie, actually, and I've got a new brother. He's adopted. But, uh, yeah, so I'm half Pomeranian, half, uh, what do you call that? Chihuahua. So if we could pare down the number of voices in this episode, I believe it would help focus our intended narrative. Who's on the phone there, Wolfie? Um, I think it's your mum, Ziggy. Named after Ziggy Stardust or something. <laughs> Oh, my baby boy, he's such a handsome boy. I love him so much. I'm his mommy and I do 16 jobs. I do catering and making hot dogs for people. And I also, I do all the dentistry. I am a village dentist. Perhaps you can continue this conversation after the recording. Well, my son is such a nice boy. Because he's handsome. Look at him. Mom, get out of here. Stop calling me handsome. But I can't help it. My mom is uh, Ziggy Stardust. And me, that's why I'm half Pomeranian. My mom's 100% Pomeranian. That's why she talks in a Pomeranian accent. I talk New York because my dad's from Mexico and my mom's Pomeranian, which is like part of uh, Poland. And I don't know, the two of them just, uh, I end up talking like this. That's just the way it is. People can be very judgmental. You know, they hear my voice, they think I'm working class. Some about that. You, if you're a native English speaker, you know, and your accent's not like, you know, middle class or foreign, people automatically assume you're working class. And they, they don't understand working class. They fear you 
And they kind of, it's it kind of okay for native English speakers to treat the working classes as if they're second-class citizens, like they're stupid or, oh, yeah, they voted Brexit because of, because of racists and all. I can tell you right now, this is uh, not true. I mean, uh, they... Not all hating foreigners sometimes, uh, you know, voting against their own self-interest like me. But it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't know what these boys are talking about. Um, well, actually, I just don't like all the isms. Sorry, what? I don't like all the isms, you know? Communism? And, you know, right-wingism? Uh-huh. Well, no, um... Really, what it is, is I, I'm not a big fan of identity politics, actually. Because, you know, with all of us dogs, we're all dogs. And you kind, you guys kind of always just treat us as dogs. Although I have to say, you're not as keen on on the um, staff community, Staffordshire Bull Terriers. And, you know, I know a lot of staffs, and they're actually really good dogs. So it's not fair, really. You know... Prejudiced actually means prejudged. I mean, literally, it means prejudged. And um, it's so ironic that a lot of people that keep banding around the word prejudice, 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 um, are actually um, quite prejudgmental themselves, actually. Yeah, that's my Wolfie. He's been listening to Jordan Peterson on the old internet over there. He's a sensible guy, you know? A lot of people hate him, and I don't know why that is. Yes, I think uh, sometimes people get upset with Jordan Peterson in 2016-17, and now, after everybody analyzes everything he's going to say, they think to themselves, hey, he seems to check out. Guy seems pretty sensible. I have to say, if I could add to this, he's from right near my neck of the woods in uh, Alberta, Canada, and I have to tell you, he talks in an accent I recognize. And I never thought, I thought I would go through my whole life and never hear an intellectual from Alberta, Canada. And as soon as I heard him on the internet, I went, holy shit, an intellectual from Edmonton, well, north of Edmonton, but Alberta, one of my guys, just like me, only with way more words. So, of course, I was hooked. Yeah, I know, you really are hooked on him, and he's making you sort of question a lot of your... Uh, liberal, uh, you know, sort of fuzzy values. I think you're trying to be a better man, even. Well, yes, I do enjoy the... Because uh, he is a psychologist, you know, about having to be a better husband and a better father. I don't think those things can be anything but good. Oh, I think so, too. And you know what? You can learn a little bit, too, Zippity Boy, my son. Yeah, Mom, I'm not so convinced about your voice. Sometimes it sounds, uh, you know, good... And sometimes it just sounds like a generic kind of, I don't know, I don't know, xenophobic, I guess. Yeah, what are you doing with his voice? You're quite xenophobic giving him that voice. Come on, you guys. Jesus. What are we all not allowed to do voices anymore? Am I the only one with balls here? Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the thing. Take me to great vets, great vets. We both had our balls off, six weeks between each other. Am I right, Wolfie? Am I right? Yeah, that's right. I had mine done first. And here's the kicker. Tony, tell me this. How much did it cost? Um, I believe it was 99 pounds for Wolfie. Okay, here's, here's, here's the punchline. How much was it for me? Uh, it was 99 pounds. Oh, 
It was the exact same price. Look at the size of this dog. And look at the size of me. Yeah, we both had the exact same operation, but I got tiny little balls. You got big fucking balls. Yeah, you know, potentially a lot more could have gone wrong with me. I don't know about that. But I'm bigger. Oh, so we're sizest over here. If we're even allowed to say that anymore. Okay, guys. Too much politics. I've got to get on with my... Uh, <clears throat> My podcast. Yes, your podcast. You've been talking about making podcasts for a long time now. You need to become dentist. Um, I don't think Tony can be a dentist. He'd have to reset all of his high school exams just for a start. Right. Welcome to the podcast. Um. Before we embark upon the podcast proper, can you explain to me whether what we just heard were the actual voices of the dogs here today or whether they were just your voice as you pretended to be them. You know, there's a lot of theories on that. And uh, you, probably Eric Weinstein might know more about this than me. And we'll have to get in touch with his people. But I think it's, they don't think we're ready for it. You know? And I think they've felt really offended because they've watched what Disney's done, you know, by making them into these like kooky characters. When actually we're much more nuanced. We're not just clowns. We're not just comedy. That's what they're thinking. So, but I'm lucky because I live so closely with Wolfie. We sleep together. So our dreams kind of pass in and out. My dog entered my dreams. I'll bet that's not all he entered. Oh, come on. What? That's That wasn't humor, was it? Well, Tony, the thing about you is that don't you... Don't do... Don't know how to do comedies, that's... No, I did not mean that. I meant that the thing about you is that you are unusually close to your pet dogs. I think it's quite common, actually. Quite a lot of people... If you've grown up with a dog in your childhood, you love the shit out of dogs. And also, it taps into that 70,000 years of co-evolution. Can you tell that I'm trying to speak quicker this week? Yes. Do you have to be somewhere? No, I don't have to be anywhere at all. I just want to be more in the moment. And I want to get more stuff out of the... You know, but I do find the more that I... When I speak quicker, I say less. I really like when uh, Jordan Peterson's doing talking and, and he does that stop and then a weird long pause while he's thinking. I'd always like, oh, I wish I had the guts to do that. If people thought you were an intellectual, that could be a selling point for the podcast. Because at the moment, I am unsure as to what it currently is. People need to hear half-baked ideas. You know, because if you go on the internet, you can hear people that are, oh, I know everything about this, and I know everything about this. There's not enough half-assed, kind of fuzzy, broken thought, you know, like mine. You know, like hinting at intellectual thought, hinting at it, but nowhere near it. That's what the people are craving. Hey, do you think I'm an autodidact? Yes. I do not think I have experienced another person teaching the kind of behavior you exhibit. What's an autodidact? A person who is self-taught. Yeah, so Jordan Peterson says that most of the people he knows, oh, maybe it wasn't him who said it, somebody said it, are autodidacts. Uh, you know, working class mofos who aren't thick and um, also uh, prone to violence be, due to the frustrations of being uh, the inability to explain oneself and then if you're in a situation where someone has got the words and they're dancing around circles around you with their education you're 
then your vocabulary becomes your fists. And you think, okay, well, I know a way I can win this. According to my calculations, you do have a reasonable grasp of the English language. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know, um, I know about, a f I'd say, 5,000 words. A man of your age and height will usually know more than 5,000 words. That 30-year uh, alcoholism just burnt. I burnt through a bunch of words then. I, I love that phrase someone said to me one time as, uh, Dude, I've forgotten more than you'll ever learn. I love that. But uh, I think I've made it true. And, you know, that's, that's no way to live. Burning through. I, I think I've literally forgotten more than some people will know. <laughs> Was that a Jordan Peterson pause inserted for effect? Yeah, nice, well spotted. God, I like, I, you know, legend. Tony, I am formulating a conjecture that you appear to like the Professor Jordan Peterson. I'm totally all over him. I, I feel like I might be going in too hard. Do you think your feelings for Jordan Peterson may be veering into the territory of a man crush? I, I, I would like to see where I was on his dominance hierarchy. I love that his girlfriend, or his girlfriend, his wife of 7,000 years is Tammy. I knew a lot of Tammies. I went to school with Tammy Tonneson. Um, I knew Tammy, uh, what were they called? Tammy. I knew Tammy Frizzell. I knew loads of Tammies. Tammy's an awesome Alberta name, and he's married to a Tammy. My research has led me to believe that Canada is home to a lot of very sensible people. But we've also got some, wow, some crazy fuckers. Like Stefan Molyneux, I'm sorry. I don't even want to speak about him. But there's something about him that makes my spider senses go wrong. I, You know, when I was more liberal, you know, unthinking, I could have lied then. I am hearing subtle rhetoric in the way you phrased that sentence. I detect a political metamorphosis underway that unfortunately we will not have time to investigate now as we are coming to the end of this recording session. I don't know. I was just... It's been a really great podcast. Snops. Again, not super funny. But if you laugh once, it's been a comedy podcast. <coughs> Bless you. So you've learned to sneeze. It really suits you. Thank you very much for introducing me to Wolfie and the other two canines. If anyone would like to contact the podcast, they should email tonylawpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and see you again next week for one of the better produced episodes that takes more time to come up with. I'm socializing, I'm socializing, but I'm not listening, but I'm not listening. Cause I'm making eye contact, cause I'm making eye contact. I'm making eye contact, I'm making eye contact. I'm looking in your eyes now, I'm looking in your eyes now. Tilting my head now, but I'm not listening. Cause I'm making eye contact. Is making eye contact. I'm making eye contact. No. This pointless eye contact. But I'm not listening. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. I'm socializing. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. But I'm not listening, but I'm not listening. <laughs>
I'm socializing. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. I must tell you, the people I feel sorriest for in the world are smokers. <laughs> Poor wretches. I used to smoke once too. Gosh, you know, I just quit. It's so easy. Gosh, you know, I just quit. It's so easy. And um, um, I made a conscious decision. I'm going to smoke. Um, for 30 years. That was the definite decision I made. I'm socializing. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing. But I'm not listening. I'm socializing, but I'm not listening. Oh, this. I don't need that. <laughs>